Welcome to the Connect Church Podcast, episode number 75, picking up again where we left off. I'm your host, the Honorable Bishop Reverend Dr. Coach Sensei Tanner Stahl. On this week's podcast, we're going to talk about our Sunday recap, the importance of mentors in our lives, and we're back with some terrible jokes for this week. And also, I've got a surprise fun time segment that even these guys don't know about yet. So, here we go! Oh, yeah. Here we go. Well, we just lost three listeners. Ohio gozaimasu. Konnichiwa. Oyasumi nasai. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, everybody. I'm here with our round table. Actually, our rectangle table discussion panel. We've got Andrew, Holly, Taylor, and Terry here today again. Um, and uh, we're glad that they're here on the podcast. Taylor is here with her shut up button. There's our shut up button. That means shut up and get back on topic. All right, so here we go, guys. Let's get on. You need uh, that for the staff meeting. I do. Yeah. We, I do. We do need that for staff meeting. And we could also use that for sermon time, too, if you want, yeah, really want to get true. That's true. back on topic. Hit the button. We're not giving it to Blinn. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, speaking of Sunday sermon and uh, staying on topic, let's get into our Sunday recap. How did the Sunday and your weekend recap go, Terry? Yeah, uh, thank you guys uh, for uh, listening. And it was uh, one of the most awkward, uh, challenging messages for me. Uh, I do not ooze from kindness, and so it's just not my personality gift. And so I really was very um, under conviction about a lot of things I was preaching about, and so I got to try to do better and but it was good uh, it was challenging for me personally and uh, I was a little bit on the struggle bus to uh, to get through it but I felt like that uh, the Lord you know that's what his grace is for and that's what he was teaching me about how to do better and my highlight was uh, as I shared in the staff meeting is having a 19 year old uh, come up to me who is you know struggling with faith and things to um really uh, discern whether she wants to even follow Christ. And she just uh, came in and said, you know, uh, she appreciated the authenticity. She appreciated me admitting that I was struggling and that she really liked the fact that we don't try to make Jesus is the kind Jesus that is, you know, the that we worship kindness and that we realize that Jesus has the full range of personality. And, you know, by even sharing the story about, you know, my mom and other things uh, that it seemed to really connect. I was, um, very, um, I don't know, uh, just, you know, felt a little better about things as people came up to me after both services and just said that they related to the story at the end about not everything is, you know, super kind and all that is that real life sort of sucks sometimes and it's hard and, and that kindness doesn't solve all of our problems and that Jesus wasn't, you know, super kind. He was just, uh, he was about, there was a balance to this whole thing. And we, you know, I think you're always connect group discussed it last week, the week before is that, you know, there's difficult things that happen in, uh, sometimes kindness isn't the best answer and my mom you know should have been tougher and sometimes life calls for difficult harsh decisions so how did y'all's connect groups um discuss this topic or what was there something uh major not even major but something <clears throat> that stuck out to you in your connect group discussion about kindness and relationships go what did your did your connect group meet or did it get canceled because your voice was uh, uh, failing? <laughs> no, my voice was not failing. Uh, we'll talk about that for sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, no, uh, sorry. We did have some of Sore our subject. connect group members that were uh, there and they missed out on some good hot sandwiches. But anyways, um, one thing that stuck out in our connect group I thought was um, uh, one of the ladies said, you know, it's easy for us to be super kind to 
the outside world. Mm-hmm. You know, we go to Walmart, yeah. we go to Chick-fil-A, wherever, and we're because we're Christians, yes. we're uber kind to yep. other people and we're very yep. considerate. But then we get into our household and our relationships. Love and that. We're, and we're That's not. That's so money. That yeah. is so good. The, the harshest, worst, uh, I, I, I wish I'd bring that out in the message. That that should have <laughs> come in. Is the, the, the worst I've seen Christians act were in church is to be unkind to one another. Is because, you know, oh, we're supposed to be loving and kind like Jesus, but let somebody cross you, buddy, and you're mm-hmm. going to, you know, take them down. So that's a great point. Yeah. What about you guys? We didn't have Connect Group. They all went to Morgan Wallen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they went to Vault Honeyway Stadium. They didn't go <laughs> they here. They went to Hardy. <laughs> Same. <laughs> okay, well, I guess uh, well, that's a good Sunday recap on the sermon. Uh, Holly, how was your Connect <laughs> yeah. Group? I, well, I was going to ask. I was going to ask Holly since uh, since she's here, and Sunday was her first full employment day at the church. How was your first day Sunday? It was really good. We had a blast in uh, 1030 Kids Church. Um, yeah, we had a bunch of kids. It was good. So what y'all, like, what what did something stick out to you? Like, oh, I thought this was going to be a little different, or that went surprisingly well. I didn't expect it to, anything like that. No, no? It, it was good. No. So you were you sat in nine thirty, sir, or nine o'clock, sir. Did you have any trouble with this, with the staff children? How was the worship? <laughs> the worship was good. Yeah, I, you, I, but well, you dang right it was. <laughs> I really liked being in worship because I, I mean, where I was before, I didn't, I didn't go to worship. Like I, I was serving the entire time. And so I haven't like actually sat in a worship service in a long time. And so I was like, Oh, I, I feel like I'm like breathing. I'm like, yeah. What's happening? She was in the old school church. Serve one, serve one, serve one, serve one. <laughs> yes, yes. Yep. All right. Well, good deal. All right. Well, that'll wrap up our Sunday recap and we'll be done with that. We'll move on to our favorite, uh, one of our favorite segments, of the podcast, and that is the best and the worst of the week. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply the best. All right, best and the worst of the week around the table. I want to go first. Go so, uh, speaking of Tina Turner, uh, our youngest son Adam and our oldest son Aaron was in in town, and so they look uh, like so, her. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, Adam we used to sing that. He's like tone deaf or pitch deaf or whatever you are when you can't sing uh and so he would sing uh you know what's love got to do with it it was horrible but uh which reminded me was the best and worst of the week we're on our way to agnews for supper i'm you know buying all the family grandkids we're all going to agnews to uh, eat steak and what's agnews it's uh it's a catfish place out of baldwin and so it's amazing it is honestly probably the best fish and steak place in northeast mississippi it's it's really good i mean it's It's top notch it is so it's well i appreciate no one's ever taken me there. I so. had no idea either until this weekend. I'm shout like we can say this now because Tana doesn't have anything to do with uh, Centerville fish and steak, but it's better than Centerville. It's it's just really good. It's just but old school. But uh, any, anyway, uh, is that? Uh, but it's it's really good. Uh, and so anyway, so we we were doing the catfish thing and steak. And so on the way there, Adam decides to follow his GPS, and he's you know going the old Shelton Tudor route. So we're going all the way back school, old school roads in uh, Eggville and all that stuff. He runs over. A, a piece of metal that's like six inches long gouges oh, out his tire. It goes down. It goes, you know, it was reading radar. Your tire's low. It says 23, and three seconds later, three. And so we were down, bump, 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 thump. And so we're, at, it's raining Friday night. So we're trying to get there. We got the grandkids in the car. He's got his palisade, you know, or Blend are with him. So I, I don't have anything. He gets, he bought a new palisade, and it was used, had a few miles on it. They did not put the jack, uh, whoever had sold it, mm. didn't have the jack 
candle in there. So it had the jack, but no handle, no way to get the, fl- the spare tire down. So finally, we call Shubart. He's on his way over. He graciously comes. But before he gets there, uh, two different rednecks show up in their pickup trucks. One guy's got the camouflage on. He gets out. He's got a jack, but no handle. The other guy's got a wrench. And they get out and change the tire in 30 seconds. Wow. And you got to love living in Tupelo. I there love this area. And, t- and even Adam had to say, this would have never happened in never. Nashville. We would have been robbed and raped before we ever got, you know, <laughs> all, all. He didn't say that part, but anyway, he and said. This would, segment of the podcast <laughs> is brought to you by East Main Tire. Yes, yes. And so Shubart shows up and looks at it. So Adam has to stay an extra day. And Tim on Monday, you know, he takes, he, care, he, of yeah, takes yeah. care, puts a whole new set on. Tim's but, a good one. But I love living in the area that, you know, just good old boys. And, and uh, man, living in Tupelo is awesome. And it was, and we literally made it to the restaurant. We still got there and got to eat. And despite all that, thank the big shout out to rednecks in mississippi there you go there you go my best of the week would be lincoln um had his little t-ball coach pitch game and he hit his first official over the fence home run nice in a game so he was excited yeah i hate that i couldn't see it on the video because i know my focus went out i know that's unfortunate yeah new phones but anyways and i don't really have a worst of the week so it was a pretty good week all right holly what's your best and worst of the week um, my best of the week is this past weekend we went home to Brandon for a little bit to see um, our parents and what not, but um, I got to hang out and play with my five-month-old niece. Oh, there you go. She's a cutie. And your worst of the week? Do we have a worst of the week? No, not really. No? Okay. Well, I've got her covered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared. No, my best was uh, we went to Harvey's, just the uh, adult kids, so like me, Aaron, Adam, and our wives, for Ashlyn's birthday on Thursday, and we had free Harvey's. Amen. So that was always good. Got the Delta chicken, never had that before. Apparently, it's like really good. Yes. It is. So um, good. We had Agnews on Friday, so that was good. Uh, Terry made s- grilled steak for us Saturday and then had pork chops, so we... Gained 47 pounds this weekend <laughs> through birthdays and family and all that stuff. But my worst, oh, my worst is now just take the dish out of dishwasher. And we've been through three washers in the last literal weekend. Um, we have been like in college doing laundry at Terry and Boleyn's. Every time we were over there this weekend visiting with family, me or Ashlyn one was doing laundry. Um, oh, yeah. Ashlyn's best, by the way, would be the uh, she got to go to Morgan Wallen on Saturday. Um, but <laughs> shout out to that. But uh, we were we had a lot going on this weekend. Luckily, Terry and Boleyn let us do laundry over there. Our washer. Uh, we bought a new one. It doesn't work. Literally doesn't work. Got hooked it up, it's tested it. It's gotta be operator error, right? Like it's <laughs> gotta it be. Tested it's gotta be it. at this point. I installed it, so it has to work right. No. <laughs> That's what it is. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yep. Literally mics. doesn't. So we're getting the new one for free, but, you know, I'm, as I'm traveling and stuff like that. It's just, it's the most inconvenient time. And we have mice in our house. Oh, my word. To clean up a little bit better. Right? (laughs) Quit leaving food on the floor, I reckon. I also found this out. Fun fact for... This is a nifty tip for all our listeners today. The the guys that actually did the um, pest control stuff here at the church is he said probably over half the houses in America have mice in your attic and you will never know. Never know it. He said probably all of... Most of us in Mississippi have mice in our attic in our houses and none of us have no idea they're even there. So they don't even get in your stuff. They burrow in your insulation and stuff. And he's like, have you had anything, like you did a lot of stuff in your attic? I said, 
we had our roof replaced last week from storm damage. And he goes, yeah, you, you done messed up. They're coming out of the woodworks now, quite literally. So since we had a roof replaced, now we found out we had mice. Nice. Buy a cat. Lovely. Yeah, get your cat. What's up? Yeah, Ashley goes, well, should we leave Missy out to let him get, you know, the mice? I said, that's, she's, That's not, a she's a dog. dog. <laughs> she's not a cat. She ain't going to do nothing. Well, get you a snake. Get a pet snake. That'll yeah. keep them away. Hey, <laughs> if the drains flood by our house again, there's going to be like 47 of them that come out of those again. So, <laughs> my, my best of the week uh, was uh, the Friday buffet at the Nautical Whimsy, of course. I got yeah. to eat there with... Uh, uh, the famous old, Alan Pointer. Yes, my old youth pastor. My my old youth pastor now. Uh, Alan was in town, so we got to do that. And uh, realize he's sixty now. I know he's old. He's old. You know, he he actually said this to me, and it was quite funny. I felt bad, really, because I'm not that far behind him. But he said, you know, I don't get those calls anymore to go do yeah. these conferences, or I don't get the youth stuff anymore. Right. It all goes to you know other people, acres and uh, yeah. whoever they call. I don't know. But anyways, but we had a great time. We uh, got to reminisce, talk about the Royals, who are terrible. Um, that Once would be again. The, yeah, they're really <coughs> bad. But but yeah, that was my best. Was hanging out with him on Friday and uh, just a good weekend overall. I'm trying to think of what would happen Saturday. I don't remember, but. Whatever. It was a good time. Let's move on to uh, a new topic, all right? Here's our topic of discussion today. Y'all have got seven minutes to talk about it. Um, speaking of mentors and old youth pastors, let's talk about the importance of a mentor. Do I really need one? And what if I've never even had one? Go. <laughs> Come prepared. Yeah, I think having a mentor is great. If you never had one, definitely recommend it. Um, I think just as someone to someone outside of your family, the way I think of it, it's not like your mom or your grandma, right. someone that stuff's always going to happen, stuff's going to come up. It's just somebody to take advice from, biblical advice, sound advice, just to bounce ideas off of. Um, I love having a mentor. It's, I definitely, definitely recommend it. Yeah. So where would you... As as you said, outside of your family, right? So so if you've never had a mentor before, how would you go about finding one? Or you know, I think just someone that you, someone that's older that um, obviously as a woman, I want a woman mentor. That's just that makes sense. You know, a man, a man. <laughs> um, so just someone that's older that you trust that um, is wise and has maybe been through things in life that you have been through or has kids, raised kids, or uh, maybe a pastor's wife or a youth pastor's wife or just something like that. Yeah. So as a pastor's kid, did you have a mentor growing up that was not, you know, like you don't want it to be your dad, but at the same time, <clears throat> your dad was your pastor, you know, so how did that work for you? Um, I come at this two ways, a little bit differently. One is because I currently work with students, but two, I come at it from I wanted a mentor and never really had one. Um, you know, a lot of students would say that their youth pastor would be their mentor or had took on that role and stuff. Um, as far as that goes, I, ne I didn't have a youth pastor that mentored me in any way. Um, he did, <laughs> he did both my brothers. Um, <laughs> you know, there was people that you, that's, this is what Who I was, was going to say. I'm trying to think, who's the youth pastor when you were here? Uh, you know, um, no, but, really <laughs> um, oh. the, anyways, my point <laughs> being is, uh, you uh, to my also uh, just speaking against myself, you don't have to wait for somebody who you naturally gravitate towards or naturally have things in common with. You don't have to wait for them to approach you and say, hey, I, the late, Lord has really laid on my heart to mentor somebody, you know, kind of like 
uh, Taylor just mentioned and stuff like you actually can be active in saying, hey, will you mentor me? Like we already talk, we already have similar interests and stuff. Like you have more life experience. You've been through some of the things that I'm currently going through or whatever. You can actually seek that out and ask, what's the worst thing they're going to say? No. Right. You know, yeah. and by the way, you actually, no, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time you actually be very surprised by that. But I did have other people, um, not necessarily full on quote unquote mentor, but would be a part of it as I had tons of people in my life that kind of filled the, the, the void, I guess not replaced, but filled that void of like, uh, a little bit of mentors, grandparents, things like that, because we didn't live close to family. Um, I think about people like Barbara Merritt, who always checked on us, had us over to their house and stuff, like not even with Tyrion Boleyn, like, you know, just as Mark Garrett was somebody like that for me, because we had a similar testimony and stuff. Uh, he was a pastor's kid, kind of, you know, would pray for me specifically. There's a lot of people that kind of stepped up in that. But to be honest, um, I, I didn't really have a lot of accountability or mentorship when I was a student. And so growing up, that's something I've sought after now. Um, and just from a biblical perspective, sorry, I'm talking a lot. Um, but, uh, I think it's biblical too, because I can't remember where I learned this at, but I've, it stuck with me. Um, when you look at Paul, Barnabas and Timothy all throughout the new Testament, when they were doing their missionary journeys, um, we say, everybody needs a Paul. Every person needs a Barnabas and everybody needs a Timothy in their life. You need a Paul to learn from. You need, you need somebody that's been there, that's walked, you know, through some crap and stuff in their life that's been brought to the other side, that's remained faithful. Somebody you look up to in the faith to be able to speak that truth and that accountability into your life. You also need a Barnabas. You need somebody that's going through your stage of life, your experiences, similar interest, all that right now to do this with. That's what we, this is what we promote with connect groups. You, so you need a Paul to learn from, you need a Barnabas to endure this with, and you also need a Timothy to be investing in. That's what discipleship is. It's just this whole process of having somebody invest in you, you walking through life with other people, and you also using your life as an example to invest in those that are maybe younger or just at a different stage, um, you know, but somebody you're investing in as well. So there's a biblical basis for mentorship too. That's good. Now, which one of those was Paul's thorn in the flesh? <laughs> Terry. <laughs> I was going to say, you're my thorn in the flesh, Andrew. <laughs> yes, yes. I wear it as a badge of honor. <laughs> Aaron said uh, uh, on Sunday, we we're making small talk out in the gathering space, and he had just said something about how he listened to the podcast and, you know, he, he enjoyed it. And then he said, I don't see, I'm sorry you have to work with my dad and Terry and all that stuff. I said, Terry's not the problem. Andrew's the problem. <laughs> He's the thorn in the flesh for sure. Yeah. No. Uh, Terry, who was your mentor? You're old, so surely your mentor's probably dead now. And, uh, yeah, yes. Well, <laughs> gone on to his great reward. Well, well, thank you for bringing that up. But he was. I one think of, he just uh, passed away a couple weeks ago. <laughs> the, <laughs> thank you for bringing that subject up. But uh, the uh, actually died of cancer a few years ago. But anyway, uh, so it happens. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I honestly, uh, you just have to know, understand, being a preacher in, in our movement, and so I didn't really ever have one. And uh, for years, and then Archie Ratliff would, uh, in a very critical season uh, of my faith, would come in and become a mentor to me. And I was in my 40s at that point, so it was the first time I really ever had anybody that 
you know, poured into me, which would lead into discipleship. So uh, Andrew's already explained and, and did a good job of the details, but uh, discipleship and mentorship, while different, uh, are you need both. And so I would advocate that one is going to be unfulfilling. You need the, you need the weekly, you know, discipleship. But uh, mentorship is a good thing, and uh, it, it really helps save my life and my faith. Awesome. So if you have... Uh, are seeking that in your life, you know, look for a mentor, um, reach out to one of us. We could plug you into people who are going through similar areas of life, uh, like Andrew talked about and, and people who have been through it, those who, um, are in there with you. I mean, yeah. it's always good to have somebody, uh, in the jail cell with you, if you yeah. will, you know, when you're going through tough times. So, uh, but yeah, having a mentor mine, like I said, was, uh, my youth pastor, Alan, he was uh, a great mentor for me and he was a great, um, disciplinarian when he needed to be at the same, you know, it wasn't all lovey dovey by any means. Get kicked out of the youth group. Exactly. I got sent home from a mission trip, you know, for sure. So, uh, why Tanner? Because I cussed somebody out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On paper. Via, that, via strongly worded letter. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. What would you do in that situation, Andrew, if you was on a trip and you intercepted a text message? Of, buzzer, buzzer. <laughs> this is part of mentorship here. Okay. Oh, it's fine. Well, so yeah, if I'm the youth pastor in that situation, yeah, what would you do? I forget. Hold on. Please remind our listeners what exactly happened in this scenario. <laughs> well, no, I'm just angry with somebody. I don't even know why. And I just wrote them a nicely worded letter about how I felt about them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was to another female who was being um, promiscuous. Yeah, we didn't have text. <laughs> ma- no one, no one had a cell phone no, back then. Yeah. I think maybe Alan may have had one. I don't even know, but. Uh, you know, so we, you would you would write notes back and forth to each other. And you'd fold mm-hmm. them up in the nice origami way, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. pass it on. For your eyes only. Exactly, yeah. And uh, so anyway, so so say you're on a trip and somebody, you intercept a text message of some kind of, what would you do to that person in this situation? So not, not to this extent, but uh, you'd be surprised that this happens every mission trip we go on. Um, but I'd the, sit uh, their butts home. Yeah. <laughs> no, we actually make you, you all wouldn't. of our, not for camp, but for mission trip where you're going to serve, uh, you know, we make them actually abide by a covenant and they have to sign it and their parents have to sign it. And we say for any reason that they can't fulfill these rules, it is on the parents' dime to uh-huh. get their butts down there ASAP, pick them up, and load them up and take them home. We will not pay for the gas. We will not pay for the tickets. If your student cannot buy buy this, buy this, it's on you. Um, but Amen. we've we've not had to that extent something happen, but we did have two students really get into it on our mission trip last year. And so even at one in the a.m., you know, when we have to get up at five, you know, to go do the Lord's work and everything, I'm sitting here, got two teenagers, and be like, nope, y'all are gonna address this right now. Have it out, boxing gloves, whatever you got to get. But we're going to talk about Jerry. this right now. Um, so we tried to do it biblically, you know, go to each other, remedy the situation. And we addressed it in our small group the next evening um, with everybody because our goal was not to focus on each other. It's focus on what the Lord had for us there. So, but there was no cussing involved uh, at least. Well, so we should, you should well, go, did anything even happen? Yeah. <laughs> See, I think we should go back to the old school days when it wasn't politically correct in the nineties when I was running the teen camps in Georgia and uh, my assistant director uh, was in charge of enforcement, Mark Walker, and he duct tapes a kid uh, to a tree <laughs> who yeah. had been causing all kind of problems and smarted him off, and you know was doing all the kind of stuff that love you know Tanner you know would have done back in the day. And so Mark just takes the kid out, grabs him by one arm. He's a rather sizable man, and takes him and drags him out into the woods, carries him like literally 
a quarter of a mile down into the woods and has a roll of duct tape and duct tapes the. T- <laughs> the it sounds rock. like a great mentor. To, yeah. to, he he lifts him off the ground and duct tapes him to the tree. The kid is suspended in air. If and, your mentor has duct tape, run. And, and, and let me just say, the kid wasn't dressed for <laughs> the occasion, so oh, no. uh, so he was he was uh, in pajamas, and so yeah, and so he's out there in the woods, duct tape to a tree uh, for just it was only a couple hours, but still. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. I'm going to run our old promo real quick so we can y'all can hear that one more good time and while we set up for our next segment. All right, we'll be right back after this quick break. If you've been looking for a place to call home, need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths, at Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. That's right. We look forward to connecting with you at Connect Church. I feel like uh, old times saying that after yeah. that promo. All right. So here's our uh, surprise segment of fun we're going to have today. I'm nervous. I saw this on a YouTube video, and I said, I'm totally doing this on a podcast when I need some material. So we're going to have a, uh, what's I think they call it like a song battle. Like a, oh, a song battle. I'm, we're going to uh, see how much y'all know about 90s worship songs. We're not singing oh. ourselves. No, you're not singing. Tanner, oh, I, I was saw born that. in 98. That's so sad. Oh, wow. Dang, so drop the mic. Yeah. Drop I the mic, Tanner. I didn't really anticipate that's, you being able to participate that's a lot of this. awesome. Yeah. She's only got two years of experience. Yeah. She said I was in 98. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I was in eighth grade in 98. Where were you? What church were you pastoring at? Mm, um, Atlanta, Georgia. So. Yeah. I've been in the ministry for 30 years. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm going to play a song. Of 90s worship. Oh, well, hang on. That's where Aaron lived and grew up. So. Wow. And the, I got this list from Apple's 90s worship essentials. So oh, God, it's yes. going to be the popular ones okay. uh, in theory. All right. So I should win this. You should. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, you're not able to win this yeah. at all. Uh, Can I sing them? First, I, I'm going to play it until one of y'all, you know, like lets me know that you want to tell me the name of the song. And who's singing oh, it? And you oh get a gosh. point for each. Okay, I can't do who sings you can it. do it. It's okay. You can do it. We'll we'll start with uh, we'll start with some of them here. Petra. Pe- they may be on the list. I don't know. We'll find out. All right. Here here is our first '90s worship song. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, I uh, um, dive. That's it. That's very good. Very good. I'm gonna give you a point because you got yeah. you were in there, yeah. Taylor or uh, not Taylor Terry with the point. It was Andrew on my cassette tape. Yes, I was gonna say it, Terry used to burn cassettes, cassettes and CDs yes, stuff was, for us. It was on my mi- my mixtape. Yes, it was called a mixtape. That's good. <laughs> Please tell me Nicole C. Mullins on here. <laughs> have Have you heard that song before? Dive, Stephen Curtis Chapman. I couldn't hear him. Can you hear it good? And we done. You turn up your uh, headphones here. Yeah. 
recognize that old tune? Yeah. I do. All right, good. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Let's, move, let's move on to our next 90s worship song. Here I we like go. This. Oh, I know what it is. Michael I, Michael W. Smith. Mike, I said it. Sorry. Michael it. W. says friends are friends, friends forever. Friends are forever. Yeah. Belen's saying uh, that. Yep. Yeah, you're frozen. No more talking oh. from you two. I'm going to keep going. But you got the point for Michael W. Smith. That's good. Nothing? I mean, I know the song, but I don't know the name. All right, Andrew. What is it? I'm trying to think of the name. I know this song. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to know the songs, but yeah. I don't know the names I don't know of the name them. Song. Is it People Need the Lord? No. 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 Let's see. Let this be coming. Looking for a reason. Reason. My place in, in this world. world. That's it. My place in, in this world. world. That's it. Yeah. My place in this world. I know it. I just don't know the name. Yeah. Dang That's it. Good. That's good. <laughs> it, it, any of these songs ring a bell to you? I, I think I kind of recognize that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor Holly. Yeah, she was six Holly. months old. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's. Here's 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 a good one. Here we go. Ready? Oh, I heard this one. Yeah, yeah. Who's got it? Got it. Yeah. Audio adrenaline. Yeah. Audio adrenaline. adrenaline. Nice. Holly's on the board. Holly, Holly nice. Is on Way the to board. go. I yes. Did, you know what's bad? I had in my mind that was the cartoon song. I did too. But I cartoon I was the same thing. Yes. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Yes. Big house. Audio yabba yabba do ya. <laughs> that one did, I don't think made the list. Oh. Taylor, you're pulling up the rear here with yeah. no points. Come on now. I expected better. Come on, out of you. Taylor. Uh, All right, here we she go. She was at Amory Christian School. Then. Here we go. This. Uh, we didn't listen to worship. Yeah. <laughs> we sang out of Rejoice Handbook. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Oh, Come I, on, y'all. I, Jars of Clay. Yes. Flood. That's it. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm think not Andrew studied beforehand. No, no, I know all these. Me I just too. don't know the names to yeah, them. Me, yes. I'm not gonna know. Yeah. yeah. You know he's not a Christian anymore. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. true jars of clay story. So we sang the Indiana State Fair with uh, jars of clay on the same day. Wow. Our little quartet. Yeah. Except for we were at the gospel tent, which is about the size of this room, and they were on the grandstand. <laughs> you know? but, but we rolled up in our bus, and people were like, "There's jars of clay. There's jars of clay. <laughs> yeah, we're jars of clay. That's right." Oh, right. Did you get free corn dog on a stick? Was it fair? Oh, we got free everything, <laughs> man. It was, it was great. It was great. All right, here we go for all you. Uh, Their food is good. Terry will get this one. I guarantee. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know what I it is. Yeah. But Come on, yeah. people! As many weddings have you been a part yes, of? Yes, yes, I know exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the name of it though. How beautiful. Does anybody I mean, know, know who sings it? Mm-mm. I don't. Is it Sandy Patty? It's not. Okay, I was like, I don't I don't know who actually sings this. I don't either. This is Twyla Paris. Oh, yeah, oh, Twyla yeah. Paris. Yes, yes. Come on, Twyla. 90s, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come on. All right. I've all heard right. that a hundred times in a wedding. Oh, yeah, I yeah. know. Oh, my gosh, yes, yes. Come on now. Yes. Somebody give it to me. Who's got it? I know, I know it. I can see his face. I wish y'all could see y'all's faces. Oh, right I can now. see his face singing it. I don't know this one. Oh, totally. This is Sandy Patty. Wow. With yeah. Wayne Watson, another time, another place. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh. I was thinking of him. You don't but know yes, that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was oh, early man. 90s. That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. Yeah. 
All right, all right, all right, all right. We got to wrap this up. Let's get another. Let's get, let's get, okay, here's one. I know this is a good one for you guys. Here we go. Amy Grant. <laughs> totally. Yes. Yeah. Come on. What's the name of the song? I have no idea. Breath of Heaven. <laughs> That's Amy Grant, though. Totally. That's Amy yes. Grant. Yes. Got it. Yeah. It'll give it to you right here. Mm-hmm. Name of the song. Yep. She said the very first line. Baby, baby, I'm taken with the Belin hates his song. Yeah. yeah. How? How okay, ba- time out. Tanner, just fun fact. We weren't allowed to listen to Amy Grant oh, Belin. because she had an affair and cheated on her husband and never admitted it. So Belin didn't baby, allow Amy Grant. Baby, baby. <laughs> baby, baby. Yeah, we, were, we were allowed to say Amy Grant in our That's household. That's more 80s than 90s. Let's do but two dad more. Let us, was, but dad was. let us listen to Vince Gill. <laughs> that was released in 91. Yes. So, wow. Yeah, so you're, you're close there. Yeah. Uh, let's do two more and then uh, then we'll wrap up with our terrible that jokes. That song actually caused so much stir because it really very little to do with Christianity. Absolutely, sure, and yeah. It was, but it sure. was it was a crossover and it was like number one on the pop charts for real that song yeah. was all right here we go newsboys shine yes. <laughs> that's it he got it newsboys shine i knew all those i knew this every is, one of this them is my whole childhood <laughs> yes. i was fun shine make them wonder what that's you got right. seventh grade i juggled in the school talent show to this song so if i listened to this i was going to hell so uh, that, that was one of the nerdiest what, things I've ever heard Tanner say. They want a reenactment. Show up Wednesday night. But that's totally why Taylor didn't know any of these because she wasn't allowed to watch it. I'm picturing D'Angelo from The Office. <laughs> yeah. No, I was actually juggling actual look, juggling. Look, one hand. Look, no hands. All right, let me get one more. Okay, all right. Here's This is a good one. Come on, y'all. Okay. Anybody? I know it. I mm-hmm. mean, I've heard it. Yeah. yeah. You can do it. Is this Morgan Wallen? No. It wouldn't show that. Sing it. I, I know it, but I don't. I don't. I've seen the tears you cry. Come on. Nobody I knows Point it, of Grace. I, Point of Grace. Point of Grace. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I, know the I don't know this one. Keep the candle burning, yep. baby. Keep the candle burning. Female quartet. Yep, female quartet. All right, let me, since y'all didn't get that, let me find one more on this uh, list that I'm. It's got to have Nicole C. Mullen. Well, yeah, there's some of that was there. like early 2000s. She rocked in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. she was more early 2000s gotcha. than 90s for sure. All right, she surely, was surely. Come on, y'all. Oh, uh, mm, Avalon, testify to love. Nailed it. <laughs> wow. Nailed it. <laughs> yep, yep. Nailed it. Yep. Nailed it. Tanner, fun fact. I sang this song in the old sanctuary in seventh grade. <laughs> As a special music. All right, last one. Last one. Let's see who can get it. This is it. This is it. Last one. Let's see who can get this one. Yeah, I know this. I Every know good this. Christian should know this song. I don't know this one. I don't either. Oh. The only one I have it. Come on, Taylor. Let's get on the board here. I Come know, on, Taylor. I'm not going to know. I cannot believe. In your rebellious years, I you know. listen to this song. <laughs> I had to sneak and listen to you this. You had to sneak and listen to this one. This is right around the time CDs got popular. Not cassettes, but CDs. Come on. I know it. I don't, I don't know, know if I've ever heard this. You, yes. Wait, wait for it. Dictionary. I don't know. I'm out. You know who it is? Who's the DC Talk? DC Talk? Okay. It's not them. I'm so disappointed right now in all of you. I know. I've never heard this in my life. I'm kind of jamming, though. I like it. This is like Christian rap. 
Is it what's uh, Toby Mac? No, he's DC Talk before. I don't know. I never heard this one. This is Carmen. Oh, no way! Yeah. Oh my! Wow! R-I-O-T. Yes! Wow! Righteous invasion of truth. You're right. right. I didn't oh, know that one. You can't do nineties without Carmen. That's right. No, and he's long went to his great reward as well. So he's dead. Yes, he mm. passed away last year of okay. cancer. So, all right, let's do our terrible jokes and get out of here. Here we go, guys. So to recap, Andrew got eight points, Terry with two points, Holly with one point, and Taylor. Just, I can't believe that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's embarrassing. So embarrassing. Right, Give me got- a handbook number and I'll tell you what it is. Hey, man. <laughs> yes, Lord. That's next week's segment. Hallelujah. <laughs> That, that, I love it. Is it a rejoice hymnal? Or rejoice a, blue. Red. Uh, rejoice no, blue. It's got to be blue. Rejoice you got to get the right blue. color. We had green. We had red. Didn't we? You don't even know what color. <laughs> Anyways, this we, is, right, my, this is my terrible joke. Did you hear about the Italian chef who died? No. He passed away. Uh, wow. I got one more. I got wow. one more. He passed away. I got one more. What's the best thing about Switzerland? The cheese? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. <laughs> wow. That's good. Wow. That's actually good. That is good. I like that. That's all I got. I all right, like that. I got one. What do you call an alligator in a vest? Oh, I've heard this. An investigator. Yeah. Investigator. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I've got animal ones, too, so I'm going to piggyback after Holly. Do you have another one? Are you Okay. Uh, I've got a couple of animal ones. Uh, what do you call a pile? This is for Amanda Benningfield. What do you call a pile of cats? <laughs> Tanner edit beep PG, uh, PG Tanner what, what do you call a pile of cats um, I don't know uh, <laughs> I have what I in my mind what I think it is a, a meowton oh, that's okay, terrible that, okay, that's that's alright so uh, why do why do cows wear bells because their horns don't work oh, yeah. yeah what do you call <laughs> What do you call a fake father? Uh, a faux pas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bad one. That was a, what kind of tree fits in your hand? A palm tree. A palm nice. tree. Got it. Very good. Give Holly two points. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. And mine is very bad. Oh, you ready? Golly. Yeah. I ordered a chicken and an egg online. I'll let you know which one comes first. Uh, that's good that's good i like it i like it all right well thanks for listening to the show today be sure and help us out by liking and subscribing and sharing this podcast on whatever platform uh that you like to listen to thanks for listening share it have a great day yeah all the colors of the rainbow all the voices of the wind